2: I'm JJ Ramberg. I'm the co-founder of Good Pods, the podcast player where you can follow friends, influencers, and groups to see what they're listening to. I'm based in West LA. There were a couple things. On the listener side, I'm a big podcast listener, but I always found myself going back to the same old podcast because I was simply overwhelmed by the choice. And I just felt like, why isn't there a place where I can see what my friends are listening to, right? Like, I'm always getting suggestions from them at dinner parties or or on text, whatever. But when it's time for me to hop in my car or go for a run, I can't remember what they told me. So why isn't there a place just like you can do with books, etc., where I can just see what my friends are listening to and press play? So that was the listener side, which was very simple. But on the creator side, so I I used to be an anchor um, with NBC News and I had a podcast and it did well, which, you know, I always laugh because I want to say that it's because my content was just amazing. (laughs) But, but, you know, I, I would be naive to think that it wasn't also because I had this big company behind me. And so I always just felt like, here we go again where it's going to be the same voices that get heard because they're the ones with the big marketing dollars. And there are all these other amazing voices out there, and what can we do to help these creators? And so that's why we had this idea of, it's really word of mouth, and word of mouth is free in this case. And so let's create something where when I listen to some under the radar podcast, I don't have to remember to go tell you, you'll see that I listened to it on my feed. And so what's neat about it and makes us so happy, because this was part of our hypothesis when we launched it, is that we see all of these under the radar podcasts going viral because one friend listens and then uh, someone else sees it on their feed and then they listen and someone sees it on their feed, et cetera, et cetera.
0: I'd love to hear uh, a little bit about the success stories both uh podcasters have had in growing their show through g- being exposed on Good Pods, being discovered on Good Pods, and also from a listener discovering. I know the discovery process for me is sometimes daunting like I I'm like I it, it's like we have all these different, you know, TV and radio and podcast content channels. But sometimes it still feels like there's nothing to watch or listen to, which is unbelievable.
2: (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It's the tyranny of choice, right? There's just too much coming at you. And also what we found is algorithms are good, but nothing beats seeing somebody you respect or a friend or someone who you care about with, right? Nothing beats that recommendation from somebody. And so, I mean... I'll just give you, I'm like, I am the listener success story. <laughs> right. And so, so, so my husband wakes up before I do and often listens to podcasts or something or he'll listen to one before bed. And so that's just one, like, I'm always going on and seeing what he listened to and then listening to that after because it's all generally pretty interesting. But but like my use case is really, like I'm about to go for a run and then I just go through my feed. And what's neat is because I follow people with all kinds of interests is on there. Like I'm looking at it right now. So there's one thing about politics. Somebody here has a true crime one. This next person has something about good eating for new year's resolution. So you know, someone has like a quick science thing I've got lots of Web3 stuff on here from friends too, but but so it's like it's really quick for me to say what mood am I in, and I know this is going to be a pretty good episode because I know that Scott listened to it, you know?
0: Hey,
1: I'm Mike Gelb. I'm the founder of the Consumer VC, a podcast about how consumer venture capitalists invest and how B2C companies grow and fundraise. I'm in Culver City. Such a great question. So what actually brought me out here was originally actually in music. So I came out here, started working at a recording studio in Burbank, and then uh, got a job at William Morris Endeavor and started working in their music department for a few years. But yeah, the the actual initial reason that brought me out to LA was actually not because of technology. It was for something completely different.
0: What is your ambition with the consumer VC? Like where would you like to see it go? How should we think about it?
1: Such a great question. I like to think about consumer VC as if an entrepreneur is interested in fundraising, want to learn more about VC, doesn't really come from a VC background or doesn't really understand, you know, that kind of world of what would an investor look for or even who's out there when it comes to investors. I really want consumer VC as like your kind of first touch point uh, per se, uh, where you can learn uh, based off of, you know, interviews, um, first of all who are the players out there what do they look for in terms of um, their investment thesis or or even if, or or even if they don't have a thesis uh, but you need to kind of understand of of the whole venture landscape so that's all on the entrepreneur side and then on the ventures on the actual um, venture side uh, if you're an investor you know wanting to understand much more um, about what venture capital does or, or maybe if this is like a career interest for you like, for example, I get like MBAs that reach out to me that say, "Hey, like this has been helpful as a resource because I've actually been I've been interviewing with these venture capitalists and I understand a lot more about, you know, maybe how to position myself or understand." what's maybe some of their prior investments, how they actually look at the world. And it's been really useful to really understand like the world of venture capital. So those are kind of like the two areas, really like the first touch point, especially for a consumer, kind of like that niche. And then also a way too with the virtual events to be able to connect. Um, we have an event coming up where entrepreneurs and, and VCs uh, come out uh, to be able to connect in the LA area.
0: Talk a little bit more about that. This is gonna
1: be our second one because we're obviously in the pandemic. I haven't been able to do any in-person events. This is kind of my first swing of doing um, in-person events. and I know it's still early. You know, a lot of people are obviously still fearful. I mean, it is a really, really tough time uh, since things are kind of opening up, kind of not. Um, Nobody knows, this, you know, Mike, weird...
0: No one knows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're kind of in this weird place. I felt like it was, it, it could be interesting to do a breakfast event we go to groundworks on Rose in, in Venice and um at eight thirty AM and just to really bring together a, a, of like the LA community within the world of consumer, doesn't have to be a consumer. consumer. If you're building an enterprise, you're certainly welcome as well, but really just build like, you know, startup ecosystem and try to bring people more together and maybe people can can meet others and, and what have you. And so we did our first one in January, which is really fun. Clearco is is gonna be sponsoring it. So they're gonna be paying for um, all the coffee and and treats for us and stuff. And so it should just be a fun time.
3: Hi, I'm Kirk Cushino, founder and CEO of Hype Life Brands. We are a progressive brand development and marketing agency specializing in working with lifestyle startups and challenger brands that want to connect with millennials. We are based in Oceanside. There's a lot of them down here. There's a lot that uh, Orange County and Los Angeles definitely come down here for right on the border of Southern border of Orange County. So two places come to mind. So number one, my top spot here is uh, Pacific Coast Spirits. So they source all local ingredients; all the food is local ingredients. But they also make their own spirits, so bourbons and whiskeys and gins and reposado and tequila and all that. And they're all phenomenal. They're all award-winning. And and that just—I mean—I think me and my family, or if I have clients fly in for meetings, uh, that's where we—they always, always want to go there. Some of my clients like can't like wait to get whatever limited edition bottle they've got out and you know they talk about it while they're not here so that's where we go so that place is cool very open big uh space plenty of tables um so that's like my number one spot a lot of people come both down come from los angeles orange county as well as all the way down into san diego they come and eat at the flying pig which is another spot they actually just moved they've got a new cool space opened up on mission Avenue, just right off the, uh, off the five. Um, and then probably the place I'm, I'm kind of most interested and excited to try is a place called Valle, uh, which is opening up at one of the new hotels here, which is a new like, kind of modern twist on Mexican. And it's a really famous, uh, I think it's a, some sort of a Michelin star chef that uh, is at the head of it. So that's should be open within a few days I, I believe actually
0: what activity do you recommend that we all try
3: honestly for me I love I love uh, riding my bike around here um, I love also I haven't done it it's a little cold right now but um, and I also broke my leg in March but I'm good now uh, but bodyboarding bodyboarding so even if you're a little bit timid with you know surfing or getting out into the the deep waters you know you can have a lot of fun with a bodyboard you can do it with your kids or your friends you don't have to be a professional anything you know and there's in the harbor especially in oceanside um you know you can walk out really far into the ocean when the tide's right and it's very flat it's very weird how flat it is but it's not like it just drops off you know it drops off eventually but you could walk so far out there and then you catch the right wave and It's just a lot of fun for anybody, any age, I feel like. So that's my, that is my recommendation, you know, and of course you could, you can rent an e-bike, but you're not really getting any, you're not really getting any exercise or physical activity, (laughs) but you see those buzzing around here too.